everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is April 11th, 2022. Man, I've been waiting all day to see you. If I, if I had to ask your current emotion, would you say you're excited, <laughs> nervous, combination of both? How would you describe your feeling right now? Right now on this day? Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> oh, we just We just lost to Madison in a baseball game. Good. I'm not in a good mood. Good. I had, good, of- had good pizza. It wasn't bad. Where'd you get pizza? Papa John? <laughs> Did you get Papa John? Did you go to Peter Piper off the 54? Yeah, You know what? I can't remember the name of the, of oh, the yeah, damn it place. Sounds like it was it, was, it was off of uh, it was off Claremont Mesa Boulevard, down, but down the hill, like going west. It was in... Uh, oh, Mountain Mike. No, nah, and they only serve personal pizzas and shit. Like, I try to buy for a bunch of people, and then they said, nah, everyone gets their own fucking pizza. <laughs> a lot of people right now are yeah. like, yeah, it was sure. Like, it was like Isabella or some shit like that. Anyway, it was good. All right, well, uh, the reason I asked, Dave, is because I've spent 24 hours trying to figure out who wrote the stupidest thing I read on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. And it's you against radio host Stephen Woods. Two of the dumbest fucking things I've ever read on Twitter. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to hear yours? Let's read yours first. Fine, I don't even remember being on Twitter yesterday. You were on. You were on. So yesterday, and you know what's really annoying about yours? Yeah. Is that it came... I 100% don't remember being on Twitter this weekend. You were on 22 hours ago. Okay. So a very nice guy, lives in Coronado, his name's Pete. Yeah. Wrote a tweet to you yesterday. Yes. Asking about the Lakers. Yes. Lakers, I think everybody would agree. Unbelievable disappointment this year. Oh, figured to win the West. in basketball history. Frank Vogel gets fired, finds out via Twitter. Dude, that, that, that sucks. I feel bad for Frank. Yeah. That, that they fired him that way. That he, Everyone else knew before Frank knew. So, very nice guy, Pete and Coronado. I think you've met him a couple of times. Yeah. Wrote a tweet yesterday. Okay. Wondering your thoughts on the Lakers, to which you responded, and I'll read your tweet. Go ahead. And this upset me. I'm not going to lie. Go ahead. Okay. I was in a, a hotel room in Los Angeles. I said, my God. At Dave Palais. That's you, right? Yeah, it is me. Worry about your own team. The only, oh, I know what he was questioning is whether or not the Lakers will retire LeBron James' number. Yep. The only numbers the Padres should have retired are 19 and 51. Winfield was paid off. You put in parentheses $2 million. Do you have facts backing that up? 100% sure about that. To wear a Padres hat in the Hall of Fame, he told you 50 years ago. At the University of Minnesota? Almost 45 years ago. What was it, 1979 when you told him to fuck off? off. Did you tell Padres in 79 to fuck off? And then you said, and and you continue to kiss his ass. (laughs) I have no issues with that tweet. This is why I have issues with that tweet. Because we're going to take everybody behind the curtain. Yeah. Probably 10 days ago. Okay. Pete and Coronado and his manager, Classy Billy Blassie, reached out and said, We've got insane tickets yes. behind home plate for the Padre Dodgers game. On the 22nd. On the 22nd, do you want to go? And you put your little raccoon hand out so fast to accept that gift. Not as fast as you, but I did. Yeah, it was it. <laughs> I don't insult him on social media. He took a shot first. What the fuck are you talking about? So then 100% I was, you insult him. What? Hold on. You not only do you, you insult him on social media, back. you insult him on this show every day. You take that back right now. That <laughs> Have okay. you ever taken anything back? That's. <laughs> when someone ever said take that back. That's slander. 
So I was pretty convinced in the morning yeah. that that's the dumbest thing I was going to read on social media. What do you disagree with? No. Um, uh, you're I'm Padre him, retired numbers. Am I wrong on this? No, but you told him worry about his own team. And as Pete pointed out, boy, you're sure worried about a Padre team that's not yours. So why can't he worry about your Lakers? How do you, how do you know? I've lived here for 33 years. We know plenty. I, I get to say, so there are a lot of people a lot younger than 33 that are Padre fans that run that trap, including Erica. Oh, hey, about, why'd she get taken out? Okay, then, so yesterday in the afternoon, I'm out and about, as I often am, making things happen, yeah. living my life. Mover and shaker. Mover and shaker. And then I find out Blake Snell, shocking, misses a start. Yeah, can you believe that? I can. And the sad thing is, I, w- I would 100% say he sure seems like a likable fella. But he is easily one of the biggest disappointments in Padre history without question. Couldn't agree more. And nobody apologizes for him more than local media in this town. He was expected to come in and be a dominant pitcher last year. He was average until the end of the year. And really, when he fired up, the season was over. Yeah. So to me, that's a disappointment. Those last six weeks don't mean shit. As you say Not all the time. when you're 28 games out. Need you to sit there and do a good job when it matters. He very much is like Will Myers to me in the sense that Will Myers might have 20 home runs, but 17 of them come when the game's six to nothing, the opposition, exactly and Will right. Myers hits a solo home run. It doesn't matter. Yep. And anybody that tells you that Blake Snell did anything when it mattered last year is wrong. True. To 100% false. He was a huge disappointment. And then you go into this year and you're excited because you kind of feel like, hey, they didn't have a whole lot of financial flexibility, but based on starting pitching, we're going to be good to go. Blake Snell's not able to go. And then something happens yesterday, as Bob Melvin described it, on the final warm up pitch, he felt something they wanted to be, uh, they wanted to err on the side of caution. Was it a drop of sweat? Is that what he felt? You, you know what? My Not hat, tonight. The inside of my hat starting to get wet. Not tonight. I feel something. I can't so, go. I can't. I might have to take a shower. I can't go. Shut your dirty mouth. So then, <laughs> Jesus. So then he's scratched. Okay? Yeah. On Twitter, Matt Evans writes, just get rid of him. We well, can't get rid of him. He just got hurt. There's no market for him anyways. Steven Woods. Does radio in town. Not Why? today. Well, oh. Needed well, a day off. I think he got suspended because of this stupid tweet. <laughs> if, his, if his manager or if his program director slash backup board op yeah. had any juice, they would have fucking fired him. And then uh, he says, Why? Because he's hurt? Matt Evans writes, Because dude isn't reliable, can't figure out why so many people make excuses for him coming into camp out of shape as a professional when the rest of the starters were busting their ass all lockout. Baseball isn't a priority to Snell. Now, I don't know that, but it's an interesting comment. Yeah. This is what local media member writes back. He's not reliable in April and really hasn't been his entire career. He'll pitch, in capital letters, Dave, huge innings this year. What the fuck is that based on? Was that what Woods wrote? Yes. Okay. Yeah, why does he say that? He's never done it before. He's not reliable in April and really hasn't been his entire career. He'll pitch huge innings this year. Now, I understand better than anybody, having worked for flagship radio stations, 
that when you're under the gun as a flagship, you are expected to protect the business relationship. And a lot of things can be held over your head if you don't. They can fuck you over on guests. You get pressure. They go and bitch to your boss. Your boss bitches to you. We've been through all of it. Yeah. But why is everybody in this town fucking apologize for Blake Snell? They, that's what they do in this town, though, for everybody. They do it for everybody. It's not nothing new. They used to do it for Will Middlebrooks. They do it for everybody. <laughs> everybody gets a fucking pass in this town. How about your other buddy? Maybe okay. the other guy that should be ashamed of himself today. Contero? Hey, watch it. My favorite thing Contero does, I realized today, mm-hmm. is Contero will get a call and I'll say, all right, I'll talk to you next time. Next but time. Hey. Really, it should be, all right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's the same people same call every day. day. It cracks me up. Hey, that's a good call. I'll talk to you tomorrow because it is the same fucking guys over and over again. I like. I almost know everybody's name. I like when he wrote or when he said the other day, hey, some real good conversation on the show today. I'm like, for who? <laughs> if you're just dragging it to get to fucking two o'clock, kid, I hear you. But uh, for the rest of us, uh, not so great. Um, But there was something that was written today, and I need to find this. Oh, here we go. This is Kevin Acey. Okay. Writing in the Union Tribune. Big Hosmer guy. About Blake Snell. Yep. I'm going to read this, and you tell me, Dave. You yell stop when you hear something that you're just hearing for the first time. Snell, who finished last season on a month-long tear... Well, that's fucking great. Again, there were 25 fucking games out. Before the injury, he said his arm feels as good as it ever has at this point in the year. This is, again, Kevin Acey in the Union Tribune. An elbow scare that prompted him to get an MRI and shut down his throwing program in February slowed his progression leading into camp, and he made just two spring training starts, but his pitches won rave review. I again call fucking bullshit. One of his last starts, he'd thrown like 60 pitches through an inning and a third, and they fucking pulled him. Yeah. A rave start is when you've thrown 60 pitches over seven innings, not over an inning and two thirds. Who the fuck was raving? And by the way, <laughs> who the how, fuck was raving? And how the fuck are we in the middle of April? Yeah. And our Padres beat writer is just now letting us know that Blake Snell making 16 million a year. Had an MRI because of an elbow scare in February. Why do you write that like it's common knowledge when nobody fucking had that? Am I crazy on that? No. That's embarrassing. We we called out AC last week or two weeks ago that he's too close. He cares more about the relationships than the job. That's where he's at. I heard him on with uh, Hartman today. And he was saying how he's a huge, you know, Hosmer guy. And I got it. I understand that. You can be whatever guy you want. One day Hosmer is not going to be here. But, Kevin, you hope to still be here. Do your fucking job. Like how? Do your job. You can't be that guy that sits there and walks in that clubhouse and becomes the PR guy for the Padres. That's not your job. Your job is you're paid by the Union Tribune. I, I as, can, as a fan yeah. of the team, don't you want to really know what's going on? Not can, just all the highlights? Yeah, I can't fucking write a tweet without nine typos. So I'm not going to tell a guy how to write his job. Or, or you can give an job. opinion, though. How do you fucking write an MRI happened in February yeah. on an elbow and not write something if you the way you write it if you learned it today yes is the Union Tribune has learned that Blake Snell was dealing with an elbow issue in February which caused the need for an MRI 
Now, all of a sudden, we go, oh, look at that. Ace Man on it finds that story and explains a lot. He's a very bright guy. He's written for a long time. The way he wrote it tells you that he knew it in February and sat on the story. Because he was protecting. Boy, that's embarrassing, well, man. I'm, that's fucking I said it. That's what he does, Pathetic. Though. That's what he does. Now, maybe he also thinks he's going to throw huge innings this year. I don't get... Why would anybody think that when he hasn't done it in a Padre uniform? If it wasn't for Blake Snell, the Padres would have finished 30 accessible. games out of first and not 28. Because he's accessible. Okay. Dude, he's not a professional is what he isn't. But professional means that you're ready to go. I understand there's a lockout. Everybody thought, you and I were guessing. We didn't have any insight in meetings that they'd be going by April 15th. He wasn't ready to go. He wasn't doing jack shit. He was playing catch up with his body, trying to get ready for the season. Clearly not ready. But Dave, the the point being is that he has an MRI in the elbow. So there's something. So they shut him down. That explains a lot. But how? Because he rushed. Guarantee it's because he rushed. He knows how, how this works. Everybody knows how this works. Every pitcher knows their body, but, especially because 50% of all pitchers end up on the IL at some point during the season. During the season. But my point is this. If you take anybody else, let's take, uh, I don't know, there's probably somebody. Let's say Will Myers. Okay. Okay. Let's say Will Myers is working out in the spring and doing whatever, right? Doing outfield drills and sprains an ankle. And shuts down a little bit, and he's shut down for three weeks, and then he comes back. But we all look at it and go, okay, well, he's coming back. He had a high ankle sprain, right? One of those things you look at, and you go, all right, well, give him a chance to come out. If you're talking about a guy in Snell that I think most of us would have penciled in as your number two starter yep. in what should be a playoff year, unless you are incredibly optimistic and think it's a World Series year. If your beat reporter has the story that the number two starter needed an MRI on an elbow, not on a, a rib or a hamstring, but even those, but on an elbow, and you don't write it, what are you doing on that job? Who do you work for? You work for the Union Tribune. You're not Bill Center writing for the Friar Wire. Holy shit. This town every day becomes more Mayberry by the beach. You got a fucking radio host promoting that a guy's going to pitch huge innings based on absolutely nothing. And you got a fucking beat writer who covers his ass because he needs goddamn Austin Nola to talk to him. So he refuses to write a story. And everybody in this fucking town, all you assholes have a hook in your mouth. Because you're so goddamn having so much fun busting the balls of the Diamondbacks because they lost. That team's shit. And you know what? Another fuck you while I'm thinking about okay. it. Fuck you to Mark Melanson. I've never seen a guy in my life who makes stupider business decisions than Mark fucking Melanson. What a dick. What are you upset about? What am I missing? Mark Melanson left the Braves to come to this team. The Braves promptly win the World Series. Yes. And then he leaves the Padres and goes to Arizona. That fucking team couldn't beat Benita. Well, they couldn't beat Madison. That's true. Madison might get them. They'd run right over us. <laughs> Have you seen this this year? I'm sorry. Dude, you don't need to apologize. I, was, I almost tweeted out yesterday, who's made worse business decisions? Mark Melanson the last two years or me the last 25 years working <laughs> with this fucker? <laughs> with me? What yeah, do you bring me into you your shit for? You just heard it. You ungrateful fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're crazy. Look. Turning your back on Pete They said Melanson left because he hated it here. 
Did said he? it was dysfunctional. Well, we ate at him. Look at Paddock now. He leaves here, goes to your fucking twins, <laughs> and he tells you how shitty the uniform is worn. <laughs> how great is that? Did you laugh? Did you laugh that it was well, just one shot? The great- like, can you take a shot at anything? Because, man, the uniforms fucking sucked. <laughs> the thing that was great is, again, like, as much as I love Padre's Twitter, because it could be really, really funny. Um, dude, the one... There was one yesterday where they had put a scene from the office in. Yeah. And it was Jim in an Arizona Diamondbacks, and he comes in, and Michael Scott's the Padres guy, and it's the talking mouthpiece yeah. telling him he just, like, that was really God. Like, there's so much on Padres Twitter that's so goddamn funny. But uh, the only thing that frustrates me for all of our friends that participate is, goddamn, you take the bait. You take the bait from this idiot across from me every night. You always say, I'm not going to do it. Oh my god damn it, David! They lose their shit every time. It's like pro wrestling. Yes, it is. And, and but Paddock, when Paddock wrote that, I was like, oh my god, this town's gonna lose their mind. Fuck you, Sheriff! You party fight motherfucker! Oh my god, I laughed all day. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. It was great. It was great. Look, the, the Padres this past weekend did what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to take three out of four. Nobody yeah. really expects a four-game sweep, but it's Major League Baseball. The Diamondbacks are are terrible. They could right? have been four out of four. And I mean, so you got, they should you have got been. a no-hitter oh, through six. Dude, if it wasn't for Hill, they would fucking have two no-hitters already. Jesus. That dumb shit. <laughs> Come on, Bomel. <laughs> but you look at that and you go, hey, going into that series, let's get three out of four. A split mm-hmm. would have felt ridiculous. You don't expect to take all four as much as you'd hope. They're still a major league team. I know they lost 100 games last year, the Diamondbacks. But at the same time, you're like, dude, how do we not take three out of four? And they did. They did their job. They did a good job. The Padres did in Arizona what everyone thought they should do. This uh, series against the Giants is obviously a tougher one and an important one. Yeah. How how crazy is it, by the way, that you have uh, Taylor and Tyler Rogers in the same division? Yeah, pretty cool. And so, do you, now you're a baseball guy, but I wonder how many people realize that the twin brothers were on two teams in the division. Yeah. And so you you sit there and you you look. My favorite story though is, um, during the playoffs last year when the Giants were playing the Dodgers and the Padres Rogers was there to support his brother in San Francisco, mm. and he's sitting in the front row and he is pounding beers before the game. <laughs> People lost their fucking mind. They thought it was the pitcher on the Giants. What beer was he holding? He was holding with his left hand. And they thought he was just getting tanked before the game, going, this motherfucker's drinking beer like you would not believe. Well, that means a giant fan. It was, and uh, you're the one main giant yeah. fan I'm thinking of. Of course. So dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Get it together. But it, it is interesting. There will be a time where those two are on the mound against each other. Like one inning will end and the other guy will come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like the World Brothers. Remember that? Tim yeah. and Todd Worrell, kind of pretty cool for the parents. Necros. Yeah, in the same division. How cool is that? Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I don't know anything about this current ownership group, yeah. management group. I can just tell you, when we worked on the Chargers flagship, that management group was so goddamn sensitive to anything said yeah. that even during the 1 in 15 year, if you listen to any of these stupid shows, we'd have <laughs> talked every day like they were the goddamn Terry Bradshaw yeah, era Steelers. 100% we did. So, I don't know. Uh, for Steve, if... if I those, don't, I'm not on Steve for that. Steve, no, I understand uh, Steve's move. 
AC, I think you got a legitimate but, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you work for the flagship radio station. Yeah, you got to sell it. You got to protect it. But, I mean, he's out of his fucking mind to start talking about Blake Snell. I mean, there's one thing to say, hey, why are we worried on Snell? Yeah. Team went three and one. Give him a chance to come back. Get healthy. But to proclaim. Now, look, if Snell throws you know, his yeah. four innings a night and he throws a huge four innings for an August start, then then we stand corrected. But is there anybody from a starter other than Clevenger that you look at and go, how can you make that statement? Manaya's the only one I have faith in right now on a regular basis. I'm a big Sean Manaya fan. Dude, I liked him. I'm not thought, so sure on Clevenger at all. Oh, I like, and I like Musgrove. Yeah, I like, and Darvish pitched well the other night. The other night he did. Yeah. But Darvish didn't pitch well the second half of the season at all last year. Hey, guess what? That's over. Okay, move on. <laughs> That's over. Yeah, move on. Okay, enough out of you. And then, uh, but AC, it's embarrassing. That to me is embarrassing. Yeah. So how do you how do you write that? And hundred oh, percent, no bullshit. How do you write that story? And and you know what? You guys all make fun of Kevin. I read a lot of Dennis Lynn. I didn't see Dennis with that story. No, I, I'm, I'm with that. But again, if you're holding on to it, what the hell's the point? It's it seems fishy. Whole goddamn thing's fishy as hell. It doesn't think make sense on the take. He's on the take because he doesn't want to get his feelings hurt. He wants to be friends with everybody. He wants to be able to walk in there and not worry about some guy walking up to him behind his back and go, "Hey, motherfucker, that's ridiculous." Yeah, we've well, seen what's those Snell guys. Do he came in to pick up his arm? <laughs> Punch him in the ribs. Ah! He's not going to say anything negative about anybody, Hosmer, anyone though, anyone that Padre fans are actually upset with. He's not going to say anything negative. He it's, said today he's a huge fan. It's uh, dude, right there, you're fucked up by using those words. I'm a huge fan or a huge supporter of Hosmer. Oh, you boy. shouldn't be anything. Yeah, you're just a toady. That's a why Krasovic doesn't cover the team anymore because he'd walk in there and tell everyone fuck off the second he walked in the room. Kamini, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Tom didn't do Tom, shit. Tom, Tom didn't do shit. <laughs> you ain't going to do shit. I'm trying to think, who is the toughest beat writer this town's ever had? I tell you what, I think Trotter, dude, wasn't getting walked over covering the Chargers. I don't Never. think Ed Graney was ever getting... getting uh, Getting shit. I think there are some of those guys at UT did not give a fuck. Hundred percent. It's a no brainer. Goes across uh, across all of them. Was Bernie? Bernie's, oh, Bernie's the best at it. Bernie's ultimately the guy that doesn't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. And we'll tell you. I, I just I I look at that. I like Kevin a lot. I I look at that. I go fuck man. That job has changed so much since when Kraz was on it. Dave, all you had to do was write a game story. This guy's got to write a game story. He's got to write a blog. He writes a newsletter for the email every day. You got to live tweet the whole goddamn game. Yeah. Got to drive to Fallbrook. Got to drive to Fallbrook. I mean, dude, that that job would be pretty dead. It's, it's a tough job. And you're the only guy in town doing it. Dennis, yeah. Dennis probably live tweets. AJ live tweets. AJ writes, Caswell writes a newsletter now, yeah. too. I, I would tell you, if you're a Padre fan... I like AC's newsletter. It's fine. It's basically a sales job for the UT, but that's fine. But Casavell writes one that you can sign up for from MLB.com, and that's really good. I like that, too. That, I, I mean, again, if you're a diehard fan. Yeah. But even AJ, I don't think has, I could be wrong. I guess he probably writes more than Dennis does. But goddamn AC's got to write that shit every day. So I, I don't know. I just, uh, to me, I go, how do you not write that? Maybe they, they know that's what Padre fans want. Maybe you and I are 100% wrong. That's what Padre fans want. To, to Tell have, them that everything's great. There's rainbows every day. 
And that your number two starter had an MRI on yeah. the elbow in February? Well, if he writes it nice, you don't get upset. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, look at these people. The Padres take three out of four, and people are talking about World Series rings. How many? Yeah. Well, I don't know about no. you, but people sent me fucking standings pictures nonstop. Standings? Yeah. As in, they haven't played a week, but yet everyone's sending me the standings. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's fine. What are you wearing to the parade tweets? Yeah. I, I wrote yesterday on social media yeah, because uh, when Snell got hurt. Dude, your boy, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, I fucked him you over. You did. You completely jinxed him on the last show. I know. I'm not saying anything about him again. Poor bastard. Oh, my God. Two pitches. Yeah. Wild pitch, home run. Good night. Well, it was the guy who came in ahead of him. It was the guy that came. Oh, oh that was, it was uh, Suarez. Suarez. Yeah, Suarez fucked yeah. it up. Jesus Christ. He couldn't but, dunk a fat lady at the fair. Battling Craig, just, hey, hey, what are you going to do? Sometimes it gets away from you. But I wrote yesterday, because what I'm waiting for, and I didn't hear any of Coach's show today, um, but when Snell got hurt, I said, I can't wait until 1 o'clock tomorrow when I turn on to a local radio station and I hear, hey, John, you know, Acuna's hurt. Maybe we put Snell and Hosmer in a deal. And if they want Myers... I, I don't know. I guess we'd probably have to ask for something else. But, yeah, maybe I'd do that. Uh, what, what do you think? Because I'm like, that's a – hey, that's an interesting one. Because <laughs> Snell is a guy you always need pitching. But, boy, Acuna, he likes to get his pants dirty. But I don't know how long he's out. Yeah, I probably need something else in return to Larry. And he'd be like, oh, my God. Put that fucking garden hose in my window right now. Just turn the engine on. Put me out of my fucking misery! God, seed stars! Hello, I Mary! God! Fucking show! <laughs> yeah, this is a suicide joke, okay? My best Jesus. friend committed suicide. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me! Did you hear what that guy just said? Did you hear what Coach said? Hey, maybe I think about it. Oh, put that fucking thing. They put it right in my mouth. They put that fucking cardinals right in my eye. Ah! Which one's Austin Riley, too? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. take it. Well, in, I would take oh Riley. <laughs> He'd be a great bat off the bench. What the fuck <laughs> did you just say? I'm just going to drive this thing right off of Black's Beach. <laughs> fucking town. Jesus Christ. You know what? Every one of those fucking shows should be sponsored by Welcome Wagon. Because it's just all a big... Or by F Street. Because it's just all a big fucking circle jerk. All right. Here you go. Here's my complaint as a listener. Oh, let me hear this. All right. Your educated point of view. Go ahead. So, as I said, I flip, try and flip back and forth between 97.3 and 1360. Okay? okay? Back and forth. Because the way they do their clocks, they're different. You don't ever have to catch a commercial. Pretty good job. If you're a sports fan, you just go back and forth. So you're sitting there, and you're watching this. Uh, you're listening, and you're going, all right, well, Woods says, goes right on at 6. I'm going to give him first shot. Okay. There's no Woods. And I'm like, how can this be? The first weekend of baseball, they take three out of four. There's no Woods. How do you give him the day off? I'm all for a day off, but how do you give him no. the day off? They, they do that a lot over there. Weird. Like the trade, trade deadline. deadline. They gave yeah. Ben the whole week off in the trade deadline. The whole Scherzer thing went to hell. Ben wasn't even there. Crazy as hell. So I sit there and I go to coach and I'm listening to fucking coach talk and same guys again every damn day. Coach at least keeps the show moving. He's always talking about 
Padres. He's moving mm-hmm. forward. He doesn't waste a lot of time. Maybe I'll talk about his prayer group on Thursday mornings for a brief second. I like that. But then I flip over to Darren, who we've known forever. Mm-hmm. And Darren's talking about Marty can't find her spare tire in her car for 20 minutes. Oh, boy. And I'm going, this is why coaches kicking your ass. Right here. Yeah. He's talking what everybody else wants to talk about. Padre yeah. baseball. Yeah. And you're talking about Marty and why she has a truck and a Prius and you can't find her guiding spare tire. And I'm like, why am I still here? Gone. Gone. And I go, I'm not coming back. I'm not. Till tomorrow. <laughs> Till tomorrow. <laughs> Till the next commercial break tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm like, fuck, Darren. It's right there on the tee for you to hit it over the fucking fence. Uh, hit it over the fence just once. Will you, Big D? Come on, Big D. Don't make me listen to Art LaVesa again. <laughs> this bullshit trades. You have a heart? Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'll say this. Yeah. I was in LA. Yeah, you were. Saturday. Why they were, why they were sitting there winning? You missed all this shit, didn't you? No, I'll tell you this. I okay. was in LA Saturday. I, I swear to God, Dave, we go up there and like occasionally you book rooms. Yeah. And we've had pretty good luck. Stayed in some really nice places. Do you use an app? Yeah, I use Hotels.com. Okay. Because you, you do it, I don't know. Did you wait last minute to try and get a deal? Nah, it doesn't really matter. You might as well just book it now. Yeah. And for the most part, you end up pretty good. Like the thing that's, I mean, probably here in San Diego too. Just the only thing I'm looking for is just halfway decent reviews. And can I park for free, right? Hate paying yeah. to park. And uh, so I check in. Uh, we went up. For, for something for yesterday. So we went up Saturday, and I'm like, hey, we got to stay in Pasadena. So we go, we get checked in, in this goddamn room. I don't know when I've stayed in a dirtier room. Really? Oh, my God. Right? But the funniest thing was, like, the room is so dirty. Yeah. And we'd gone to the store because i I took my sons to a taping of America's Got Talent yesterday. Yeah. the taping was until one o'clock, and we just kind of wanted to hang out in the morning and watch baseball. So we just ran to the store and got groceries for breakfast, right? I open up the refrigerator and I find two of the longest black hairs I've oh ever seen in the refrigerator in the refrigerator on the glass sliding shelf. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh. And then you go into the bathroom and like the windowsill is covered with so much dirt. I probably could have left it. No way. I'd leave a thumbprint there, but I figured the people coming in after me, there'd probably be a murder. Yeah. And then I'd be arrested again. Did so, you tell the people when you checked out? Yeah, I was like, hey, fuck are you doing here? Get your shit together. Um, but. Were you tempted to leave? No. Nah, we didn't care. <laughs> and so. Uh, How did you not notice for a couple of days that there was the big hairs in the gutting refrigerator? Yeah, them? You. I only stayed there Saturday night into Sunday. Okay, but Saturday when you checked in, like you don't put waters in the refrigerator well, or anything? that's what I just said. We went to the store. Yeah. We'd gone to the store. I thought this was on Sunday that you went to the store. No, no. We went Saturday night Okay, for breakfast on Sunday. And then I come back. I'm like, I saw those hairs. I'm, I need a new room. Ah, I was ready to fucking throw up. And I didn't tell my kids till after we left. They were like, yeah. Jesus, what are we doing? But Were the, the sheets clean? Yeah, kind of. Ah, oh, fuck. Um. Uh, so, but the funniest shit ever, it's the dirtiest hotel I could think of. How much was this shit a night? Now I got to know. It was like a hundred bucks. Uh, but they had DirecTV. Okay. And the funny thing with DirecTV right now is they're showing... Baseball for free. Yeah. 
So we watched Mundan. Okay. And so we watched Mundan. We had the Padre games. And, dude, 10.30 that night, fucking Hartman shows up. Now, I don't know what happened to Steve. I haven't seen him in four years. He lost his neck. He's standing on this fucking stage at KTLA like he's Ed Sullivan. <laughs> like his shoulders got tired? Yeah. But, dude, I didn't really. He's so goddamn good on TV. You ever watched him yeah. on KTLA? No, never have. Dude, he's great. So he's watching it. And then I realized, you and I have talked about this forever. But he does his whole thing. And he goes, all right, I'll be back at 1130 for a sports final. As we do, I don't know, 20 minutes of sports stuff. Yeah. And I go, whoa, hang on. This son of a bitch, that's what he's doing Sunday night, too. Yeah. I, I thought about this morning. Like, I know we've known it, but then when you actually see it, 11.30 till 12, he's on doing sports final. By himself? Yeah. Wow. And I, didn't, I mean, I didn't see the one last night, but then you have to get in the car and he's in the middle of Hollywood at midnight. Yeah. Drive all the way down south yeah. to Linda Vista, which is at least two and a half hours. Yeah. And, I mean, what are you going to do at 2.30 when you got to be up at 4.30? For me, I'd close my eyes for two hours. <laughs> right? And try to recharge? I don't know. But, dude, I heard him this morning. He was all wound up talking to John Paul Morosi. He's fucking, yeah. that guy's unbelievable. So what does he do? Does he pass out afterwards at 10 o'clock? I don't know. Oh, he no, goes off, off at, at nine. nine. That's yeah. right. He only has to work a three-hour show. But I'm like, all right, I, I'm not giving Steve any. Steve's fucking the man, dude. He's been doing Steve's that schedule forever. Steve's not fucking the man. I, I, Steve's the man. Sorry, I said that so fast. Like People are like, well, that's how he kept his job. Dirty knees, Steve. I don't know that. It's not what I said. Are you sleep deprived right now? Like you've gone completely off the deep end tonight. Don't call me on the way home and go, we got to edit that show. Oh, we're going to edit the whole show. No, the Harvard's so good. I was like, that son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's uh, Yeah, well, that's what he does. He works seven days a week. Don't forget, before he did that shit, he was hosting national radio. He, do you laugh every time he shows up on Winning Time? I'm so happy Wait, for him. I haven't seen him. When is he on? He's the radio guy that everybody gets mad at. When Jerry Buss is listening to talk radio, that's Steve. Oh, I never even noticed. What the hell? What kind of friend are you? A bad one, I guess. I don't know. Dude, he was in episode, I think he's been in four, five, and six. Really? Yeah. When Jerry Shit. Bu when Jerry Buss is listening to I'm all caught up. I didn't notice at all. How do you know? Does he, does he look like Steve or is he no, wearing he, makeup? Dave. When Jerry Buss is listening to the radio, you're not seeing Steve. You're just hearing Oh, oh I got you. I yeah. didn't even fucking notice. Well, you How much are. is he making off of that? Uh, Good for him. I, I don't know. Let me ask Matt Coyle what he makes, yeah. and then I'll ask Steve yeah. what he makes. Well, Steve will tell you. Steve would tell you. <laughs> That's what actually. I'm saying. There's a damn big damn difference. But, yeah, man. I'm watching Winning Time. And Good he for comes, him, dude. That show great. is so fucking good. It's and they renewed it for season two, dude. Fuck, they should renew all the way through season ten. Right now, it's so good. It's yeah. such a good show. It's a great show. Did I fuck no, this? Stand in the park. Uh, oh, told you. Far gold glove. Told you. Stand in the park. Um, look at your boy Craig just walking off the field like you're supposed to catch it. Goddamn right. He's the new sheriff. Pro far. No, Craig, Craig Stammon, Sheriff Craig. Uh. The fuck was I saying? Oh, about winning time. Yeah. But you're a Lakers guy. Yes, I am. When you see Mitch Kupchak and others yeah. 
that have come out in the last couple of days and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You cannot, you cannot portray Jerry West in the manner he's being portrayed in that show. Yeah, as a, as a jerk? That's not even close to who he was. Mitch Kupchak said, I work side by side with him every day. I never once saw him raise a voice towards any employee or anybody else. I mean, come on. Like, as much as we love Adam McKay and everything they're doing. Yeah. Dude, they're L.A. guys. Adam McKay's an L.A. Yeah. guy. I'm not a Laker fan, but how the goddamn hell do you let that happen, Dave? I mean, of all guys, you're going to misrepresent? You're going to misrepresent Jerry West as being some raging idiot that he's not? Okay, here's... That's a little frustrating, Well, we don't right? know how... We know how it ends up, though, with Jerry. That Jerry ends up being a GM and does a great job. Because Bill, who they show, Bill Sharman, so you yeah. see. Yeah, You know, he he's done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, so and Jerry ends up becoming a genius. But I don't, get, I don't get the point of why you have to make Jerry be that guy. Because it makes it exciting. It makes oh, it exciting. Boy, I mean, here's where the show is a home run. Forget the Jerry Buss part is is perfect. Spot on. But, dude, to find a guy that's going to play magic with a smile dude. is genius. The, I mean, I, that guy is magic. He is, Dude, how hard is that? I don't, I've never met anybody that looks like magic before. This guy's magic. The, the casting's ridiculous. The guy, the girl that even plays Michael Cooper's wife looks just like Wanda Cooper in real life. I'm like, yeah. McKay did a pretty good job with this casting shit. But the the Jerry Buss character is, how, how can you not love it? You know yeah, what I mean? He's great. I mean, you've met the guy personally. Yeah, a lot. And you sit there and you look how Jerry Buss is portrayed and the money and everything. It's fascinating well, to see how this story is going. By Jerry Tarkanian. Oh, dude. Yeah. And the mafia and all that yeah. shit. Dude, it is so fascinating. I can't believe it. By the time... I met Jerry Buss. So much had already been accomplished. Yeah. He was already the guy. But to see the backstory, but the part of me, Dave, is I don't know how much of that's real and how much isn't. So I I actually had gotten the book. Uh, the Jeff Perlman book? Yeah, for gifts okay. for my brother and for my dad, who are Laker fans. But I actually went and bought it because when this is over, I want to read it yeah. because I liked all the people. I love Pat Riley, and but... I mean, I don't know. I look at it and I go, the Jerry West thing is frustrating, but would you be shocked if that's the way Chick was? Telling Pat Riley, hey, when my hands open, you talk, and when I close no, the fist, you I, shut up? I believe that is Chick. I believe yeah. that was Chick. Yeah. Jerry Buss is really spot on yeah. from somebody from everything that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I saw him every, I'd see him every day yeah. for the summer for four years. And he was just always so nice. And the way he engaged with everybody, he was unbelievable. But at that time, they'd already won how many rings and that pressure. But, dude, there's stuff like not giving things away for people that haven't seen the show from last night. Like, you don't, you don't realize how much pressure he was under and how oh, yeah. how razor thin the the wire is that he's walking. But I think even if you're just a casual sports fan, like, that's a... Pretty good show. I don't think you even have to be a sports fan. Think about it. There's not a ton of basketball in it. I mean, yeah, true. The, the, it, it all surrounds around basketball. You really don't see a ton of basketball. Like my, my son, his girlfriend and him are watching it, and she's not a sports fan. She can't get enough of this show. Every time she comes over, I got to see the show. Just trying to catch up. Now, do you think they could have tightened this show up? I, I mean, I think the only like one I thought dragged for for a little bit was the second one when they're trying to do the background on Magic coming out of Michigan. Otherwise, yeah. I thought every show has been outstanding. I thought that one drug a little bit. As much as I enjoyed the backstory on Kareem, I felt like that one drug a yeah. little bit. I love that they portray Kareem as a dick because he was. 
Yeah, last night was really good. Yeah. The one last night kind of doing the and whole. you got some major stars in it. Yeah. Like, do you, are you looking at your phone going, how long was this guy a Laker? Are you starting to look guys up? Yeah. Like Spencer Haywood and yeah. all that. And he's starting to realize where it went down with him. Uh, he saw it last night where I know. the first step You're like, went. Oh, God damn, dude. Yeah. And it, I mean, what's, what's funny. Because you don't want to. Like, no. you've never been a Spencer Haywood fan. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, Spencer, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do it. You're better than that. Yeah. Is uh, Adrian Dantley. Like, I have friends who are dire Laker fans. I have no idea Adrian Dantley was a Laker. Oh, God. And then they that. traded Adrian Dantley to the Jazz, and that's how they got James Worthy. Oh, I mean, right, for the number one pick. Yeah, and that and people are like, what the hell? Yeah, so they you know, they win a national, I mean, excuse me, win a world championship in 82 and end up with James Worthy. Dude, how about that? I didn't even know Dantley's on there. Is Dantley uh, in this show? Yeah, he's the one who's pushing back right now. Doesn't want to do all the bullshit. He's the guy complaining. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so there, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's like, fuck this, this running shit and all this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's pushing back. Uh, what do you think of uh, uh, Jason Siegel? Dude, <laughs> He's, he's he's good, man. He's 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 good. He's uh, very interesting. That's a strange character. Yeah. Did you look up Jack McKinney? Did you go looking him up? Yeah. I knew about. I think I said to you. I go. I'm really curious to see how they handle this Jack McKinney yeah. story because I think a lot of people never even knew that he was a Laker coach. Yeah. And you realize how things go with Jack McKinney, and it's a, it's a sad turnout. The, yeah. Did it's it's really good. Yeah. But I just. I'm really frustrated. It's my favorite thing on TV right now. Yeah, but Dave, I got to tell you, man, to to portray Jerry West in a way that he isn't, I just think that's insanely unfair. Hotsmer with another hit. He's so good. Mr. First two weeks of the season. He's that guy. Uh, I just, I'm so excited He's for so him. Good. I'm such a fan so, of his. So good. So good. Such a fan. Ah, it's so great. I'll tell you what. Tomorrow when they all come in and they organize that ping pong tournament, there'll be smiles all around except for Blake Snell. <laughs> Still a little tight. Can't play this year, guys. I'll be back August 1st, right after the, <laughs> right after the trade deadline. I'll be back August 1st. <laughs> oh, ah, just skip it stings a little bit. Oh, my God. We are right, going, then. though. Uh, we're going April 22nd, you and me, right? Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. With, uh, with Pistol Pete? Yes. And... Uh, and classy Billy. Classy Billy Blassie. <laughs> has he ever been called that before? He is now. All right. Well, good. Can't wait to see those guys. I can't believe after Pete just asked a simple question that you have the, the nerve to show up there. You can at least buy beers or you buy see those assholes who, who took that quote and just used the first line and then they made it the old black and white thing, like the save a quote thing. Like it's yeah. my famous last words with my <laughs> face. No. Yeah. Worry about your own team. <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a bitch. You guys even use the whole quote. Oh, shit. Oh, that's yeah. great. Assholes. Oh, that's Padre Twitter rallying. No, I didn't see that. That's great. Do you agree with me, by the way, on the numbers? The only two numbers the Padres should have retired in their history are Tony and Trevor. Uh, Tony and Trevor. Yeah, I mean, who? so Jackie Robinson's up there. Yeah, that doesn't count. But that would take down Garve and take down... Well, um, I'm not saying take... Yeah, you can't take him back. No, My point is not. you should have never done it. And Randy? Oh, I think Randy's different. Why? I think Randy's different because I think... Now, again, this is before my time. Okay, and don't take a relationship with Randy out of it. 100% you and I are both friends with Randy. 100% it's out of it. But I think people look at Randy and say... And I, I think people, old-timers, will back me on this. At that time, when that team had nothing, and they were a legit 
embarrassment. They were really, really bad, right? Yeah. They Entire were, 70s. Yeah. They were the Washington generals of the National League. Yeah, West. they were. And everything, I mean, fucking Doc Ellis, Dave, is on LSD and throws a no-hitter against your team. Like, there's nothing but shit. You talk to those guys, and yeah. they will tell you, the only thing that saved you was knowing that Randy was getting the ball every fifth day. I'm just telling you, man. Okay, I got it. But most people around the country don't know who Randy Jones is. It doesn't matter. That's what, what I, people... Well, that, that, that makes you even smaller than what you are. Uh, no. Yes, it does. I, and you celebrate anything. No, you don't celebrate everything. They didn't retire 27 for Dude, Kevin you Brown. you don't retire... It was one fucking year. Well, Randy basically had he, one he fucking year. He had two year. years. Randy had two years. Don't, don't shortchange him. Randy Jones' career record is 100 wins and 123 losses. Well, did you see the defense behind him? <laughs> well, okay. What's his career ERA? 323. 342. What's his, uh, what's his career whip? 1.251. That's a little high, lefty. Dude, okay. Well, the losses are a little bad, too. Uh, well, fucking guy can't hit. <laughs> See, to me... I like Randy. My point is, though, it just makes you seem small. I'm all for retiring numbers I, if you make would, it in the Hall of Fame. I would say those three. I don't mind those three. I would say Randy, Tony, and Trevor. The Garvey one never should have happened. Shouldn't have happened, but it did, so you don't take it down. Correct. That's the point. Winfield shouldn't have happened. Everyone, Winfield should not have happened, no. and Winfield should not have been the first Padre in the Hall of Fame. That was a huge, huge mistake. Huge insult to Tony. Yes, because it was done shortly in the time frame when you knew Tony was going exactly in. Exactly right. And Tony was absolutely lined up to be the first guy going in. Dave's exactly right on the fact that Dave Winfield was paid to go in. I don't know what the number was, but he was paid. And yeah. he came here, worked as an executive, was around the team. He still lives in L.A. He's yeah, an L.A. guy now. He always lives in L.A. But there was a part, too, where I felt bad for Dave because he was kind of sheepish talking about the Padres and trying to make you believe, right? Like yeah. that might have been a better experience than it was for him. I don't think he had a very good relationship with Buzzy. I don't think he had a very good relationship with Ray Kroc. And Dave's cool, but they should. Yes. Dave's real cool, but they should not have done that. They could have just let Dave go in. And honestly, if you think about it, all things being equal. Yeah. I wonder if Dave goes in as a Blue Jay. Really? You don't think he goes in as a Yankee? Well, boy, I mean, how things no, went with I him. I got it. But when he goes in as a Yankee, it's, it's just different. It's different. It's like, uh, yeah. And they were just talking about this recently. And again, I can't remember where I heard it. It could have been national. It could have been local. The Derek Jeter thing. Uh, Derek, uh, it was on MLB Network Radio. Okay. Derek Jeter, at the end, his last contract was disappointed what the Yankees offered him. He was pissed at Brian Cashman. They, have, they still haven't made up. Okay. And so Brian Cashman goes, this is what we're offering you. If you want to go somewhere else, go somewhere else. And he had to take a step back and go, you know what? I can make more money somewhere else, or I can take a little bit less, always be known as a full-time Yankee, mm -hmm. retire as a Yankee, and make more in the back end and have my reputation, you know, something different than if I finish with, let's say, the Pirates. Yeah. So he did it. So the Or the Yan Marlins. Uh, the Marlins. And so the Yankees offered Aaron Judge, you know, money, and mm -hmm. he turned it down. He saw a six-year deal or whatever. He turned it down. And he's pissed, and there's rumors he's going to become a free agent. Well, you start thinking, okay, well, where would he go? The Dodgers aren't going to sign him. Yeah. The Angels aren't going to sign him. He, California. Angels might. 
And so, well, I don't even know where you put him because the Angels actually like their outfield right now. Unless he's, you can't say he's a DH, you got Shohei. Yeah. So you go, would the Giants be the team in California? Remember we went to Fresno. Mm-hmm. So you go, would, would they be the team or is he making a big mistake? You know, could it be the White Sox, Cubs, any of these teams? Either way, there's something about being a Yankee. How old do you think Aaron Judge is right now? Yeah, it's funny. I feel like I looked at it the other day. Is he 27? Older. Fuck. And I thought it was an eight-year deal. Okay. It might have been eight years. So so how old is do you think he is? he 28? Because the deal took him to be 36, right? Older. How old? 30. Oh, shit, dude. Right? So you're two years, what they say is considered past your prime. Well, in two years ago, what did he play? Yeah. 20? Yeah. I mean, he didn't play so why less than you, 40 games. Why didn't you take the money? Yeah, That's I don't one know. of those things I think you, you're going to look back and go, I'm the most famous probably athlete in New York right now. Yeah. I mean, you've been in New York. I've been in. Yeah. I, have you been in New York since Judge has been playing? When's the last time you no. went to New York? Okay. No, I haven't dude, been. Dude, every Yankee shirt I saw had a 99 on the back. Yeah. And you're going, dude, you're well, going to walk away from this? When you saw Cashman come out and lay out the numbers for the AAV. Yeah. And you mentioned watching MLB Network. They, they do such a good job. And uh, that guy, whatever, Greg. Amsey or whatever. Yeah. Is, yeah. Fuck, you said. Resume Brian do that? You go, nope. Puts a lot of pressure on the player. Yep. But they said, I mean, I guess there have been other guys in the past. I mean, they talked this morning about Albert Pujols. I heard somebody say that. Uh, John Paul Morosi brought it up uh, with Stephen Rich. It was really good. And he talked about other guys that had bet on themselves and it worked out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, man, I honestly, Dave, I, I'm not a Yankee fan. But you're smart enough to know the Yankees set the bar for Major League Baseball. I got it. I Listen, I think what the Yankees did there, and we'll see, they send the message to the fan base, we made more than a competitive offer. Yeah. And again, I, I'm not a Yankee fan. I've never been a Yankee fan, so I can't speak as that. I would just say maybe the, the point of that is now Yankee fans go, boy, that's probably more than I would have given them. I love him. I have that 99 shirt that Dave just mentioned, but I'm not giving him that much money. And maybe it takes, or maybe a Yankee fan goes, we're worth $97 billion. Give him what he wants. I don't know. I, I can't answer that. But for me, yeah, guy's unbelievable, but he can't stay healthy. It's like John Carlos Stanton. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like $270 million. Damn. Yeah, that was pretty wild Yeah, to, to see that. And and see him lay out all the dough like that, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they circle back and get something else done. I don't know what was holding it up. You couldn't hear. It's interesting that a few guys didn't sign their deals. The Dodgers never offered Trey Turner a deal. That was surprising, right? You let Corey yeah. Seager walk out. Yeah. Everyone says, "Well, they're going to take care of Trey Turner." No, you know. And all of a sudden, there are options in the shortstop market next year. When you look at Xander Bogarts and you look at Carlos Correa yeah. and Trey Turner and all the things that come up, and they said, "No, we'll wait to the end of the year." We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I just thought, see found, available. Found that fascinating. All right. Hey, Brian Curry is your guy when it comes to finding that perfect home. So many people are in the situation Jeff is in right now where they're thinking about buying and going, now's the time to buy. Number one, I know I love the city. I love the people in this town outside of their Twitter feeds. And this is where <laughs> I want to be. I want to be in San Diego. And who knows how high the market keeps going? When is the right time to buy? Brian Curry is the guy to answer the questions. 
When is the right time to buy an Austin? Who's going to get the most for your house that you currently have? Of course, we all know it's going to be Brian Curry. He's in the, uh, been awarded so many different awards through uh, Caldwell Banker. He's in the top 1% internationally. I saw someone posting they're in the top 7%. I'm like, seven? Seven. I know a guy that's one. Yeah. What metal? Yeah, what color is that metal? Yeah. <laughs> what color is it? Brian Gur- Curry is your guy for real estate. Why would you call anybody else? 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. According to Chris Paddock, it's a brown and gold medal. <laughs> I didn't say it. Don't come after me. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Hey, you know, one other thing we really talk about with Brian, but we should, is uh, property management. Yes. And now, I uh, just had a buddy. Buddy had a family member get married over the weekend, and they rented Dave an Airbnb. And they rented this house, right? Huge bedrooms, pools, Back patio area, uh, patio area. Yeah. And I said to my buddy, I go, man, that house was unbelievable. Where was it? Was that Rancho Santa Fe, Coronado, Del Mar? Where was it? He said, no, it was in Escondido. I said, you got to be kidding me. He goes, dude, I'm telling you, one of the most beautiful homes I've ever been in. And I go, how do you even do that? He goes, oh, they just rented out, get a property manager. And so right now, Travel restrictions are starting to be lifted, and people in the Midwest, the East Coast, man, they are sick of humidity, they're sick of the cold, and they're going to want to come back to San Diego. So maybe you need a little bit of extra dough in the bank, and you want to rent your place out as an Airbnb, give Brian a call, property management. They can do a little bit of everything, and then you take that extra cash, buy yourself a beautiful new home wherever you want to go, and Brian can help you with that as well. So, so many different hats he wears over there. Give BC a call. Tell them uh, Dave and Jeff sent you. And thank you very much to Dylan Curry, my main man, starting quarterback at Poway. I looked up today, and Dylan now follows me on social media. Nice. I love that kid. I've never met him, but his dad is just a champion. And I know you feel the same way, yes. Dave. We've had so much fun following his career. And for a guy out there in East County in Poway, uh, I know they're all excited everywhere from Lakeside, Santee, uh, uh, how do you say it? Acumba. All of East County is excited to see what Poway football is going to be this year, and it's because of Dylan Curry. Absolutely. Taylor made pools. Alan Taylor's your guy for that pool. What are you waiting for? People tell me all the time now. Have you seen Alan Taylor's pools? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Actually, we have. It's but literally... no, we, no, I've never seen one. We've only talked about it for four years with the grotto, but yeah. yeah. And it, people have said to me a lot lately, it's an Alan Taylor pool. Taylor made pools. It's like it, yeah. everyone knows this guy makes pools that are different than anyone else's. He's going to make your backyard fantastic. It's going to be the smartest move your family ever made because you're going to get your most memories in that backyard through Taylor May Pools. More than 20 years in San Diego. Ask about available financing. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I have a bit of a bone to pick with Alan and Amy. And, okay. and I rarely, rarely air dirty laundry on this podcast, but I have to do it tonight. Uh, I'm going to choose my words carefully. I'm going to manage my emotions. You know, before Taylor made pools, Dave, I would see somebody's pool in the backyard. Yeah. And I would say, yay for you. In our time, being part of the Taylor made pool family, and this is hard for me to say, but I'm just going to say it. I become a pool snob. Yeah. I look at some of these pools in the backyard and I go, that pool sucks. <laughs> that pool sucks. That little neighborhood kid he'd be embarrassed to piss in that pool that's how ugly your pool is 
And, and you know why? Because on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, your favorite website, you go look on that sponsor page and you see a tailor-made pool and you go, that's the way it should have been done. Yes. And, and while I enjoy celebrating the beautiful work of tailor-made pools, and I'm sure I'll do it when they build one in your backyard, I, there is a part of me that I'm like, hmm, that's the pool Cindy and Mike chose? Eh. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all right. Yeah, oh, they got those fancy little buoy things across the yes. middle. Boring. Boring. So, yeah, don't let people judge your pool because, really, they're judging you. Get a beautiful tailor-made pool. And, uh, Dave, I've got unbelievable. I got a special for you. And this is the one you've been waiting for. Morgan will, Fairchild. Shut your goddamn mouth. That's the one I've been waiting for. Not anymore. Yesterday, I was in Pasadena. Took my kids to taping of America's Got Talent. Yeah. Now, Dave's sitting here working something between his fingers. He's so nervous over there. (laughs) No, Dave, it's not the Howie Mandel special. Tonight, for the first 11 callers, cash only, we're going, I don't know how this has escaped us, but my God, walking down the aisle of the Pasadena Civic Theater. And you think about some of the women that we've seen in swimsuits. Vera comes to mind. The of course. Great Vera. Never forgot it. Never have. I think I found the one that eclipses Vera. It took 22 years to do it, but yesterday. Now, she wasn't wearing a swimsuit, but she came down. But my God, Sophia Vergara. Oh, in person, was she great? Woo! Wow. And then she promptly ate shit. She ate shit? She, she fell? Yeah, she fell. She was so goddamn. Did she get the landing gear down, or did she hit her face? No, she she landed, and then uh, Terry Crews said, "Hey, we're sorry, we're all here to help." And she's like, "You didn't even get off the stage." She ripped Terry Crews. Good, um, but it's a Sofia Vergara special. I don't know why it's taken so long. I guess it was I was just waiting for Destiny. But I saw her yesterday. So as my friend Matt Vaskersian used to say, Santa Maria. When she when she ate shit, how about, how long was she down? Uh, about twenty seconds. Yeah, but she jumped right up. I'm telling you. Was there a heels that knocked her out, or she just tripped? Dude, it was so funny. She she blamed the lady in the front row. She said, oh, that good. lady tripped me. Awesome. <laughs> and Simon Cowell loved it. Um, but yeah, the that Sophia Vergara special. 11, first 11 cash. If Amy says, I said seven, you tell her I said 11. Cash only, Sophia Vergara special, tailor-made pool. There you go. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to when it comes to your finances. Dan's your guy. He's going to help you out again tomorrow, or today. God dang it, right? Yeah. Today he helped you out. Which no, far as his free- tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm all thrown off. I thought today was Tuesday. God, it's a yeah. long week already. It's only been one game. We played four games this week. Uh, how many did you win? Well, we've played one so far, but we have oh, three okay. more to go. Well, hey, tomorrow's we got, a new day. We got Westview tomorrow. Ah, oh, boy, they're good. We beat them in a winter ball. I don't think that means shit, though. Nope, but done. We'll see what happens. All right. So Dan's your guy when it comes to financing. Don't forget about his YouTube videos. He's going to teach you something. I guarantee you on there it's worth it. In two minutes, he's going to show yeah. you something you never knew before. It might save you some money. Dan's your guy. It's the first call you're going to make that's going to save you a lot of money, get you out of debt, and hopefully buy that first home. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Uh, did my taxes. Already? Yep, taxes are Good done. Good deal. Uh, because I follow Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, um, money coming back. Good. Which I was happy about. And when money comes back, it's funny, right? Like divorce is a weird thing. 
because you and I both know a lot of people that have gone through it, and yeah. it was a miserable experience. Always. Uh, talked to my ex. We we file. We use the same tax person. And she goes, hey, what are you getting back? I say, X, Y, Z. She goes, all right, I'm getting X, Y, Z back. She goes, uh, do you need that cash? I said, ah, you know, I kind of like to do a couple of car payments, right? But I go, no, nah, not really. And she goes, all right. She goes, I got something to pitch you on. Tell me what you think. I go, sure. She said, uh, guy in my office, we just talked about Airbnbs. Guy in my office has an Airbnb in Maui on Little McKenna Beach. I started laughing. I go, yeah, it's a beach we got married on. Okay. And she said, I was talking to Jack and Cade uh, because you pretty much got a book now. And she said, I'm thinking about booking it for spring break next year. I was like, all right. And she said, but I told them there's a hundred places we can go in the world. And dad will be like, all right. And she goes, I can't go to Maui without him. I can't do it. So she goes, you want to go back to Maui? I go, yeah. She goes, all right. She goes, what if we use the tax money? I'm like, done. So it's one of those things that I always talk about with Dan, and it's the borrow smart part that allows you to repay smart. Yeah. Because when that tax refund comes in, you don't have to use it, right, to pay off your Best Buy bill because you put in a $9,000 speaker system. You can put it in the bank and you can do something like we talk about all the time. And that's making memories with your family. And that's what we did. So, yeah. Wait, so all four of you are going to go? We're going to go next year. Look at that. Dude. Yeah. Have we're you guys go. gone on a vacation together since you got divorced? You know, we've done, we've just done little things like a couple of overnight things. Like she went with us. We stayed over for the Stones concert. We stayed over for a few things like that. But they, they did two things today that were really, really cool. She, they're, um, they have passes to Knott's Berry Farm. So everybody is off on Friday. But they were going to go to Knott's Berry Farm uh, this Friday. Go check it out. So she called me this morning and she goes, hey, um, what do you have going on Friday? I go, nothing. Just hanging out. She goes, all right. She goes, well, you got something going now. She said, me and the boys are taking you. We're taking you to Knott's Berry Farm. You're going to be our guest. We're going to go. I said, shit, I haven't been there since, I don't know how long. That would be great. So she goes, yeah, you'll be our guest. She goes, we'll go. And, and the thing is, because uh, Jack and his mom like doing like all the wildest things, right? The things that go up a thousand feet yeah. and drop you. And Cade's a little bit more mellow. And sometimes he just likes going to the arcade. And I like, I'll, I'll do any of that shit. Whatever they want to do. Yeah. Anything would Jack. You do, would you do the scary stuff if they all want to do the scary stuff? If Jack stuff? wants to do it, 100%. Yeah. Because he knows I'm goddamn miserable. And he laughs his ass off. And, and any parent will tell you. There is no sound funnier than just your kids. I can't stand those. Dude, it's the sky thing that goes across. You know, like just, Really? The one know. that used to go across and spit on people below? Yeah, open heights. I don't mind the ones so much where you're in the... I can't stand Ferris wheels. Yeah. I don't like heights. I don't like anything that goes in a circle. And we were on the one in Santa Cruz. Yeah. But that one, you're just sitting on the... It's kind of like a ski lift. You're just sitting and there's yeah. like a bar. And he was like seven. And I was so miserable. And he thought it was the funniest thing. And he's shaking it. And I'm like, I'm like ready to pass out. And I'm like, I'm going to pass out and fall out of this thing. 
And he thought it was great. We laughed our ass off the whole time. So yeah, anything like that. But the other thing that I know is she'll do it. Yeah. Their, uh, their mom will do it. And that way, Kate, if he wanted to do something more mellow, he's like, I think dad would hang with me. I go, dude, I'll do whatever you want to do. So uh, we were scheduled to do that for Friday. And then she calls me and she's like, well, I'm not so sure. And I don't know if you ever knew this. If you go to the Knott's Berry Farm website. Never done you, that before. You look at the calendar. Yeah. It'll say April 20th, ghost town. April 18th, kind of busy. And for this Friday on the day, it said, don't even think about it. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, then don't go. No, but I was saying, like, how cool is that, what they do? Yeah. To at least give you the heads up. So they have passes. Their passes are ready to expire. We're going to talk about it on Thursday and be like, all right, do we want to just go and hang out and know that lines are going to be pretty busy or do we want to plan something else? But anyways, to answer your question, yeah, the four of us are going to Maui. Good. Yeah. So we're going to get figured out and get it booked and probably be in 23. You're going for a week? Uh, I don't know. You know, we always laugh because we went for 11 days when we got married and had a blast. So, well, it's going to be a lot different this time. Cause I got these two boneheads dragging around. Yeah, It kind of changes a lot of things. Yeah. But how fun like to have that go. It's going to be great. No road to Hana bullshit. You don't have to do any of that. Not doing that. Uh, But, uh, you've been to Maui, right? Yeah, of course. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Island there. Yeah, and to go with them, and there's a lot of shit. When we went, I was got to preface this. We were engaged for a year. Yeah. But she was a couple months pregnant when we went, so it impacted a lot of what she could do. And so to, and I don't know, I think there's a little bit of system overload when the first time you get there. Because I've said there, I go, fuck, man, that's a trip I've always wanted back. Because there are just things that you go, oh, I wish I could do that again snorkeling and all these different things and to do it with them and do it with her. Yeah, it'd be great. So I told her, I go hundred percent. I'm in. Let's go. Good. Yeah. So Good. That's it. So hopefully, yeah, we'll get it figured out. But again, long winded way of saying our thanks to Dan because getting finances in order, planning ahead, having money that came back and being able to do it uh, and use that money much more. Yeah, I'm fine making my car payment, right? Yeah. But to be able to do something with your kids and do something like that, pretty special. We're looking forward to it. Good. All right, lastly, Kyle Fluger. Look, websites are really important. It's funny, yesterday I was on a few websites looking for an item and I couldn't find it, and it seemed like all the websites sucked. One of them that I said, this is what's supposed to be one of the better websites. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a pair of shoes, a certain pair of shoes. Okay. And I was like, just, just athletic running shoes. That's it. Yeah. Just to walk around the neighborhood. And I was like, it kept saying, system shut down, system shut down. And I go, it's like every time I go to this site, it is shut down nine out of 10 times at least. And you know, this is a shitty website. With a company that's supposed to be this good for, for people having shoes delivered to their house, it's insane yeah. that their website sucks. Kyle Fluker's the guy to make sure you aren't that guy people talk about all the time. Yeah, Want to really buy stuff from his business and, and want to basically be the place I go to, the, my one-stop shop. Kyle Fluger is going to make sure your website works. He's going to make sure if you have a great product, he's going to make sure you can get it to your customers. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, and you know, Dave, I would say even the best websites could be better. Yes. Right? And so if you look at it and you're like, all right, well, if our best website could be better, 
then how is ours currently described? And if it's good, I go, well, it's pretty damn good. That means it could be better. Yes. And that means Kyle can help you because every day people are, somebody in that same field is going to put one out that is better. And you have to stay with them. And man, we are thrilled with the website that we have, whether it's for DaveAndJeffShow.com, whether it's for Jake'sProjects.org. Talk to so many of our friends that have done it. Katie Temple does it. The great Julie Brownman does it. Yeah. Sean Walchef does it. Boy, I put him in his place yesterday. Did you see that? No. I saw Sean today. He didn't say anything. Goddamn right. <laughs> I take my sons who are 14 and take them out yesterday. Yeah. To a nice family show. America's Got Talent. I said, you know, this is pretty fun. Sean goes, where are you? Thunder down under? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck's the deal with your picture? What do you mean? Did you see the background behind your kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's only about seven, about 50% naked guys. Oh. Maybe oh, you could that, have taken a different picture. I was paying attention to my kids. You didn't notice the naked guys behind your sons? No. <laughs> so then when Sean posted... Did it look like you had strippers? Like you went to a strip club in fucking oh, Vegas. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. Did oh, he, that's so funny. Did you see what I wrote? I go, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Dude, look at the picture again. Oh, I'll tell you what that was okay. in a second. Honest to God, it looks like you're at the guy dang Thunder from Down Under from Vegas. Oh. You, well, you, it looks like, no joke, there are 12 strippers, male strippers, right behind your sons. I'll tell you exactly what that was. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. So You're going to laugh your ass off when you see this picture yes, again. Yes. Well, and now I owe Sean an apology because when he said that, I'm yeah. not paying attention to what's going on behind. So I just figured Sean's saying that me and my kids are at a strip show. Oh, now I get it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Dude, it was the so craziest picture. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so I'll explain in a second. So I said to Sean, I said, I hope you fall off the roof. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? Because I know every video that he does, he's up on the goddamn roof. Uh, and he writes you me back. Dwayne Haskins jokes? Jesus. And he writes me back. He goes, you know, I'm a roof guy. I go, I know. Uh, oh, so what that was, okay, yeah, yeah. my apologies to Sean. I clearly wasn't paying attention. So when you go to the taping of this show, you can go for anybody. I would recommend this to any parent too. Like if you have kids, you can go online and get tickets. And it's at Pasadena, the yeah. Civic Auditorium. And they're taping all the time. So we were able to get tickets for one o'clock in the afternoon. So we're out front. They're waiting for a while and they come down. But as soon as you start coming in, they're telling you, put the phones away, put your phones away, yep. turn your phones off. You can't film. You can't do anything. Well, because I was with those guys, right? Like there were people around us and they put them up high. They do everything. But a guy in line was like, oh, they love having younger people up front. So they put us in like the 10th row. Cool. So as we're coming down, the one thing I wanted to do was get a picture of them with kind of the stage behind it. And I... Oh, that's so funny. Sean, yeah. my sincere apologies. Yeah. It looks like there's a bunch of strippers behind your kids. No, what those guys were is it's a team from Columbia. It's a team from Columbia, and they're like acrobats. Yeah. Dave, these dudes had like an old-fashioned like teeter-totter thing, and these dudes, like one guy standing on the end, it felt like Tom and Jerry, or our guy's superhuman. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I, I'm not even paying attention, and now I get what's going on. So these dudes, like two guys would jump on the end, and the other guy's going like 30 feet in the air through like burning rings and all this different shit. Yeah. 
But what they explained when they taped the show was they said, those guys, they go, we came from Columbia and they lost all of our equipment oh. on the flight. And they go, we just had makeshift equipment put in one hour ago. And they're like, we've never used it. And they're like, we had 10 minutes to rehearse. So it was those dudes in the background that are rehearsing. Oh, that yeah. is so... I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I take my kids to thunder... And then I'm, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that's funny as yeah. shit. <laughs> All right, my apologies to Sean. I didn't mean to imply that... Uh, I don't want you to fall off the roof. No, I hadn't seen that. I don't want you to fall off the roof. I hadn't paid attention because I just wanted them kind of in front of the stage. Oh, that's funny as shit. All right, here we go. I'm going to knock this out real quick because the okay, show's going go. along. All right, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going... April 12th. We have three of them. Okay. First one's one of your favorites. It's David Letterman. David Letterman's great. I'm going to say he's... Oh, that's funny. I'm going to say he's 76. 75. Uh, 400 million. Exactly right. Okay. Good job. Shannon Doherty. Another one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm going to say 55. 51. Oh, uh, 4 million. 6 million. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Last one, Ed O'Neill. Speaking of Sophia oh, Vergara. the best. I'm going to say 73. 76. And I'm going to say 25 million. 65 million dollars. Dude, he's At great. one point, Ed O'Neill was the highest paid male oh. actor on TV and Sofia Vergara, the highest paid female oh, actress on TV. She earned every nickel. Goddamn. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's some kind of something. All right, five random questions. We'll okay. go fast again. Are you good at recognizing faces? Uh, pretty good. Are you? Yes. I'm I, terrible at it. I told a friend of mine, this is how you do it. It's a quick little memory trick, especially if you're having trouble um, remembering names, right? So you have Austin Nola. Yeah. We're looking right now, the Padre game's on, right? You meet Austin Nola, and this one, you meet him, and you go, take out of the equation, Dave, that he's the catcher for the Padres yeah. at this point. But when you meet them and you get their name, associate them immediately with somebody famous that shares the same name. Okay. There was a guy that uh, I would run into all the time named Adam. Couldn't remember it, right? Could not remember this guy's name every time. And I finally figured out I was like Batman. So now when I see the guy, I always Adam think... Adam West. Yeah. Okay. But it's just like a quick little thing. So it's what I do all the time. I try to just do a quick little word association with them and something like that yeah. like batman where you go adam west don't do something where you're like uh it could be this or that just do something quick so yeah not i went i'd say i'm uh i'm saying i'm a b at that game not an a but probably a b what dude, about I'm, you i'm an f dude i'm absolutely terrible oh i mean terrible at it great I, I, we could run into the people we went to the movies with and i'd fuck that up totally nice yeah no i'm just telling you i'm that bad at it horrible in your this is one of my favorite questions, I think. Okay. In your prime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what sport could you have played the longest on television before people realized you were not a professional athlete? That's fantastic. What is that? Uh, oh, shit. I've had people ask this question a couple of people today. Yeah. And they're going golf. I'm like, bullshit. You sank no. the first one. It'd be the first thing to expose me. Dude, I blew up my ACL when I was 15 years old, and I was uh, never the yeah. same. And that's what's great is even with a completely healthy ACL, there was no way. Ah, uh, fuck! I don't bubble hockey. What? Like what? it's 100. percent You couldn't play quarterback in the NFL. No, right? No. I, is no. there nothing that stands out that you could go? I could. I could pull it off on TV until someone's at home and go, "What the fuck? That guy's not a pro." Yeah. Um. How old are we talking? In your prime, your best athletic year. 
Oh, fuck. I could probably pull off. I could probably pull off playing right field. Yeah. That's funny you said that. I'm close to you. Go ahead. I, I could probably pull off pulling right field. Um, but, dude, anybody throwing breaking balls, I couldn't hit a breaking dude, ball for okay. shit. This is why I say you could pull it off. Okay. Don't swing at anything. Right. You see it all the time. Guys get in a bat, they fucking act like they almost get hit. You yeah. fucking breaking ball, just buckle your knees a little dude. bit, walk back, put your bat away. And a, if a ball was hit to you in the outfield that you fucking couldn't catch, act like you lost it in the sun. I could. I think I could. I, no way I could do center. Uh, left, I'd fuck that up. <laughs> no way I could play the infield. No way, dude. Could you play third base? Fuck no. Get Aaron Judge Short? smoking the ball. Dude, no John Carlos Stanton. Who, they came up with that stat yesterday. Yeah. That in 19 of 34 ballparks he's played in, he holds the record for the hardest hit ball. Jesus Christ. Holy no. shit. Yeah. It's, Pitch? Uh, nothing. But I think I, I think you could probably pull funny. off right. I, I pulled off. I, I said uh, I said center, and the reason I, I said center, I remember in the NBA. No, fuck that. NBA would be exposed in a heartbeat. No, in Major League Baseball, the oh I, center field, okay, center gotcha. field. So uh, I told that story to you once. Tom Lasorda let me work out with the Dodgers. Yeah, and I'm out there for like four hours in center, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing of all time working yeah. out on a professional baseball field. And I remember, I'm like, I'm shagging balls, I'm diving for them. Like yeah. nobody dives in batting no. practice. And then I, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I look to my left, and Raul Mondesi's in right field. Yeah. And he just has his dick hanging out of his zipper. Yeah, Just looking, looking at me. And I'm like, fuck, this isn't yeah. part of the dream. No. He <laughs> fucked you over. Like, everything was going so good. You know what I think, Dave? You know what I think the only one anybody, and I think any of us, yeah. across the board, could pull this off? I think the one you could pull off was playing weak side linebacker. Because you really all you have to do is be able to position. You don't yourself. think people realize how slow you were? Uh, no, they could speed it up for film. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if they're in the stands or on TV, they're gonna go. This guy's not a fucking NFL player. No, they're gonna I, know right away. Yeah, no, I think I think you'd have a much better chance of pulling off, or you could play D line or or offensive line, something like that. Yeah, couldn't play NBA, couldn't tennis or golf or none of that. Boxing, fuck no. None of that. You could probably be superhuman. Yeah, that wouldn't be <laughs> much. Be superhuman. That's Fuck great. Fuck this shit. Yes, that's it. Oh, my God. All right. Is there anyone you used to look up to in your life, but now you don't? Oh, that I looked up to. Um, That's funny. I mean, no. I mean, I think most of the people. Nobody that, in radio? No, most of those. It was funny. They just did the 50 years of KGB. John Leslie was so great. Um, oh, there's got to be somebody. Oh, Saw. Saw. That's mine, too. Yeah, but I, I like Saw. I'm cool with Lee. I, but before you knew Saw, didn't you think a well, lot more of Saw? Dude, I got to tell you, and, and this will override everything. Saw was so nice to oh, me. Oh, save it. Dude. We've heard this story. Yeah. It was raining in your motorcycle. Fuck it. Saw was cool. Oh, come on. But then you saw how it worked. Exactly. Bubba. Yes, you saw it. They but, pulled the curtain back. But so I don't I don't have any axe to grind with Lee now. Do you? No, not now. But back then, I used to think God Lee was something else, dude. But then I realized. But I'll say this: Lee was a phony, <laughs> dude. <laughs> for the guys right now, there's yeah. nobody, nobody on the air locally right now could have done what Saw did, and Saw's the reason sports radio really happened in San Diego. I, I agree. mean, dude, come on, you're on an oldie station coming out of fucking Wolfman Jack, and you're drawing numbers. And doing that, 
Yeah, but the competition wasn't anything. That's all they had, radio, TV, and newspapers. But, dude, guys like my pal Jerry Gross, super (laughs) fan. Jerry Gross. Yeah. There were so many different guys that tried to do sports talk shows here. Lee was, Lee, whether it was all bullshit or not, Lee did it, like, at a really impactful way. Oh, he he lets you know. No, oh, he'll be the first guy to tell you. But I don't mind giving Lee credit. Lee deserves it, man. Come on. When Lee was on fire, Dave, and he would come on at 3 o'clock with the best 15 minutes in radio, that was appointment radio. Then he always said, this is what I, now you've heard of what I think. That's he never it. Ga- he never gave an opinion. It wasn't, yeah. You didn't hear anything you think. You just read stories. That's right, Bubba. <laughs> we move on. Ladies line. If you miss Saw's show, all you have to do is listen to Coach, because Coach does everything it, the way that's Lee Matt does. too. Oh, yeah. Does the same shit. Yeah. But uh, Coach isn't as arrogant as Saw. Coach is nicer. Coach is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Lee's a little bit of a little shit sometimes. Uh, yeah, but, uh, ask Michelle Tafoya. Oh, shoot. Hey. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> hey. All right. All right. If you could change any rule in sports, what would it be? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I could change any rule in sport. I mean, it's so boring. I could say in hockey, I'd take out icing. Yeah. Just open icing it up. Icing is boring. Yeah. Just open it up. Let it fucking just allow the guy to fly yeah. down, right? Yeah. Offsides. Probably offsides in the NHL more than anything. It yeah. should be open the game up completely. I'm with you. Um, I would open that up from baseball. All these new stupid rules are are pretty bad. I heard a great one, though, the other day when guys were talking. You and I had bitched about the guy going on second base. Yeah. And I think it was Junior might have talked about the fact that these, the impact that these extra inning games that go 14, 15 innings. kill your pitch and stuff. Yeah, just take on guys. And that the players are actually fine with having a guy on second base. So you hear that, you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'll take the I'll take out the uh, two line pass. For me, there are two of them I would take out. One is in uh, the NFL. I'm 100 percent fine with the one foot inbounds on a catch. Oh, I like that. Like they have in college football. Yeah, I, mean, I like that. This two foot bullshit. One foot should be fine. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, there are times you literally run dive and just reach your the ball out over the the, the post in the, in yeah. the corner and they, a touchdown. Well, there's yeah. no feet that made it in the end zone. Yeah. Anyway. One foot's fine. Take out roughing the passer, too. <laughs> that I'm for him. Because once a quarterback goes down, your season's completely over. I'm done. Completely over. Sean so, Mannion. So the the one I would change, though, is the one we talked about on the show a couple weeks ago, is in Major League Baseball. If you take your starters out, mm-hmm. you can reinsert them at a later time in yeah, the game. like any other sport. Yeah, like any other sport. It just seems so ridiculous that you're in uniform, but you can't come back into the game. If you Just do like they do it in high school. They do it in college. I, uh, you can reinsert, and the fans would love it. If, if your team falls behind and, and you took Machado out in the six, yeah. and you're thinking, fuck, we thought we had this game in hand and we don't, now you can put Machado back in? I, I think anything put in by the competition committee from yeah. the NFL in the last 10 years could go away. Because so many of them have just complicated yeah. the game. Like, if you watch the game from the 80s yeah. and just watch them play, the game's so exciting. Like, every now and then on... Uh, wherever you can just find an older game like NFL Network, I guess they'll show some right like classic games. Watch them from the eighties. They're just the game's just called right. There's an occasional, but there's none of this bullshit. Like, well, did they or didn't they? It's either a catch, he's either in or he's out. They just fucking play the game. It's great. I, I do like the replays a lot. 
Well, I can't believe these did not have replays when he had the ability to have replays. I'm fine with the replays. Um, did you hear that? I started to hear it today. Uh, Hartman and Ornberger were going to play it, and then my phone rang right as it was going on. But apparently in the USFL, they're going to have technology that's going to be able to tell you when the ball yeah. is out. That's yeah, pretty that, cool, right? That Everyone, I think, has thought, how do they not yes. have a chip in the ball? And it was cool tonight watching baseball Yeah, uh, when they had the challenge. They had the challenge on the play, and you saw the uh, Greg Gibson came up and said, San Francisco is challenging the rule, and the play stands. Like, that was great. Yes. Yeah, so good for baseball. Call stands, yes. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Last question. What's your favorite game to play at a casino? Uh, well, as you, me, and Al Horton know, when we used to go out to Paula Casino, yeah. we loved playing Pie Gal. <laughs> uh, I'll actually be at a casino May 7th. I haven't been in a casino. Is that right? We're going to see Brian Regan. Okay. Who's we? Uh, I'm, it's pretty wild, man. I'm taking the X. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Kind of funny, right? Um, vacations and casinos. What the fuck going on here? Um, I'm not, for me, Dave casinos. I just like going to the sports book. I like going there and playing parlays. You know that that's yeah. my thing. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I cannot you play blackjack. No. Cause I'm so freaked out. I'm going to fuck everything up like for Alan everybody Horton? else at the table. When it was got the shit kicked out of God, him. Remember how bad he was arrogant little shit <laughs> running around the goddamn casinos. People trying to chase him down. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see Geffner do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, congratulations to Geff. I believe the the Hall of Famer, Dave Van Horn, retired out of the booth from the Miami Marlins. I think Geff's the number one voice of there the Marlins go. this year. Who's he working with? Uh, Jeff Nelson. No way. Yeah. and my The former pitcher? Yep. And my thanks to my friend within the Padres organization, who I told the story last week about how my son determined he wanted to go see the Marlins play. Yeah. And you were like, reach out to Gaff. I said, I don't do that. I want to thank a friend within the organization who said, if your goofy kid really wants to go see that team, let me know, and I got you covered. And you said, I don't take freebies? I said, I'll let you know. Okay. If they reach out. Oh, you son of a bitch. Look what you did there. I you cheer for the me team. of this all the time. Everybody at home well, just remember not, what you just heard. Well, you're not a Padre fan. No, you that doesn't them. matter. I, I told you, I'll take a free ticket. You're yeah, the one that always puts will. me down for it. Oh, really? So dirty. Who's going to see, see Jazz Chisholm? Junior. What'd you just say? What'd you just accuse me of? <laughs> All right. When are we back here? Okay. You said it's Tuesday, yeah, so well. I was going to say tomorrow, but right. uh, we'll be back Wednesday. All right. We'll see you on Wednesday.
Sneaky back screen door, I laughed so hard I 